Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's something we've learned. Maybe it's something that we struggled with. But the bottom line is there's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Ricky is taking time off for herself. And that brings up a conversation about moving into a busy season and creating boundaries so we can choose what gets our attention so we don't burn out. Are you ready? Let's talk. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. And I'm Candice. And there's no Ricky this week. <laughs> Poor Ricky. Ricky is a teacher and she has just gone, she's had teacher preparation which is completely different than having children and maths. <laughs> yeah. Execution versus pre- preparation. <laughs> Two separate beasts. Two separate things. And so she's like, y'all, I'm dead. And we're like, take the week, Ricky. Go, go for sleep. it. Go to sleep. You deserve to sleep. She said, that's what she says. I'm going to visit the back of my eyeballs and see my eyelids and see how they look. <laughs> we got you, girl. We'll see you next time. We do. So what we will want to welcome you. And by the way, if you are a teacher, hats off to you at the beginning, the start of the school year, teacher, homeschool mom, daycare, all of the changes that are happening right now. Um, My goodness, you may want to go back and revisit an episode from two weeks or so ago where we talked about navigating you know, these waters kind of the change and how do you stay on plan during that time? So you might find some inspiration in that if you haven't already listened to it We're um, with you all the way, you got all this. the way. So I actually, I have a little show and tell Oh no! because I found something that is really delicious. And I was thinking about you, Candace, because you know, no alcohol right now, as you are continuing your, um, you know, cancer journey, cancer recovery here. I found this in Home Goods of all oh, no. places. They had an entire section of non-alcoholic wines and not I didn't even know they make non-alcoholic spirits. So this is zero points. It's Whoa. called ritual, zero proof. And this is a tequila alternative. What? <laughs> Did Girl. you try it yet? Yes. So when you whoop, I don't know oh, if you can hear the whoop. I heard it. I heard it. When you smell it, it smells like a tequila. Oh my goodness. 
I love me a margarita. I have them very sparingly. Like I never have them uh, because well, for me on my WW journey, if, usually if I drink alcohol for some reason, it like my body just holds on to it. But skinny mixes, which we talked about an episode ago, they have a skinny mixes margarita that is one point. And so tonight, so we record this in the evening. I know you'll be watching this in the morning. I'm not starting my day off. (laughs) Erin's starting off the day. She's really starting off. It's Saturday. (laughs) Give that context, please. Because someone's, well, at least you gave the context that it is, it is alcohol free. So maybe people will be okay. Yeah. Yes. So this is like, basically it's a one point margarita. Oh, wow. I definitely need that in my life because it is really good. You all brought over something when we had my 40th birthday that was like an amazing, what, I don't know if it was, wasn't it? I forgot what it was. We but had it a white a, wine. It was so good. It was by um, Frey, Frey, F-R-E, I think. Okay. Yeah. Found that at Home Goods too, but I've seen that in the grocery store, but that was, that was really good. Um, I will say this about this. The tequila has this, and it's a ritual zero proof. Blue agave flower, Mexican lime, tropical guava, cracked sea salt, and charred oak. Oh, right. Oh, mesquite smoke, black peppercorn, capsicum fruit, cayenne, prickly ash, green bell pepper. Yes. Are I, all of the notes in it. Like, who I will, comes up with that? The cayenne and the black pepper are strong okay. because you do have a spicy finish on the back. So I'm just putting that, that out there. For my people like Ricky, no likey spicy. So everyone who knows me knows who my husband is. And I always say, I didn't like spicy before I married David. And then David was like, oh, no, you do. Oh, it's spicy. I'm going to help you like spicy. We're going to put it in everything. So that looks like it's going to be a win. And that reminds me, my uh, sister-in-law, they have the most incredible garden. And they grew jalapeno peppers I need to make you jalapeno, charred jalapeno pepper hot sauce and give that to David. Oh my goodness. Do you know what he made? We just jalapeno poppers. He used the cream cheese. Now I've told him about the one that you gave me that the lactose free uh-huh. cream cheese. Green Valley. Oh my gosh. But he made them with like a little cream cheese and there was, he wrapped it in like a piece of bacon and put it in the oven with these jalapenos that he cut down the middle. It was so good. And if you use a center cut bacon, which is one point, jalapenos are zero and you don't have to use a lot of cream cheese, but I am telling you, like it just hit the spot. It's like a two point treat. And I was like, yes. Would you rather have the jalapenos? I'll give you the jalapenos. You could just have them straight. No, I want this. No, I want this thing that you're making. Like. (laughs) Please bless my life again every time. Erin saves my marriage, okay? (laughs) If you ever want to know how I've made it to almost seven years married, it's because Erin comes up with these recipes, lets me try it, and never forgets my husband. That is just hostess with the mostest. So David goes, is there anything you need to go to Erin's house for? You need to pick something up? Like anything? (laughs) Anything? We came home with salmon and some collard greens that let you know that Erin has a little color, a little ethnicity in her background. <laughs> She's just got a little. I mean, you wouldn't tell it by looking at her, but I promise you with her cooking, yes. I'm going to tell you what she's talking about. We got the, uh, I found at the grocery store, 
um, the ham smoked ham hocks. Yes. And I was like, done. Erin, we're so good. We done. We're start. We doing it. We doing it. I'll find the recipe for you. I'll get her to share it, guys. Don't worry. I know that's coming up next. What did you put in it? I'll ask Erin. Ah, there is no recipe other than like they ham hocks and water. You let the ancestors hocks. tell you how much seasoning right. to use. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. That's my that's my Southern Maryland roots coming out there. <laughs> that's what my grandma says. Just put a little bit, put a little pinch. Put a little. What is, little a, what is a pinch? Like, I mean, <laughs> really, is it a teaspoon pinch? Because sometimes those hands, did you got? To, I don't know. Because I know she yelled at me though when I tried to use turkey. Like, uh, I tried to use like, like a smoked um, turkey wings smoked or turkey. something, and she was like, "No." I told you she was she was upset. She said, "I said fat back." I said, no. <laughs> Mom's just trying to make it healthier. She said, yeah, this isn't the dish you do that with. You don't do that with this. I said, Grandma, so noted. I am very sorry. Forget my blood pressure. I mean, oh my gosh. Not the thing. So, you know, I, I, to be honest, I don't even remember what we were going to talk about. <laughs> we just went on ham hocks and things. We just started talking about ham hocks. But, you know, right, like, First off, Candace, you should be, I'm surprised that you're not like really jumping up and down because it's the first weekend of September. And I don't know what happened, but my brain, the minute I saw September on the calendar, I'm like, I've switched over mentally. Did you, have yeah. you done that? Yes. 100%. It's still I blazing think- hot outside though. Nothing's changed. No, and it hasn't, but I don't know if you're like, I'm in a lot of different groups, like for like volunteer and things. And they give you the summer off. So they give you June, July, August. They leave you alone. Mm-hmm. I want to say as of September 1st, it's like, hello, let's go ahead. That's why I need one of those because it's full steam ahead. That's why I fully understand Ricky. It's like summer is over. Yeah. May not feel like it yet, but summer is over. Yeah. And it's that transition for me. It's just, you don't get one. It's like, it was yeah. here and then it's gone. And I didn't, summer wasn't, summer did not feel like summer. No. To me. I don't know about you, but like I haven't had, I've not had a summer, but that's because I had a spring. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, I was in Israel for two weeks in the spring and then I was in Florida for a week for a conference. And so I feel like I kind of, yeah, you know, moved my time around and I I'm feeling like I'm going to be taking vac. I have to take vacations this fall. Cause I got a lot of time still left to take. <laughs> That's what I was going to kind of ask. I know that I, I don't remember what we were going to talk about either, but I think thinking about the second half of the year, you know, like yeah. we're in, we're fully into it now it's past July and all of that. Yep. Like, do you have like a lot of things? Do you feel like it's going to be more intense in the first half and how are you prepping for that? Because that's a great, that's a great question. So one of the things that I've tried to get out of talking about is like work is always so busy, work is stressful, mm-hmm. work is right, right, right. Um, But the reality is I work for a nonprofit. And so September is our, is our second busiest month uh, for the nonprofit, because that's when we're doing our fundraising and, and as well as that part, we then ramp up all of our events. Mm-hmm. Those real, I mean, we've been doing them all summer, but they just take a whole different, they just take a whole different shape in the fall. On top of that, um, one of the people that was on my team um, has moved. Oh, and okay. so now I'm, so I'm down a person 
And so now I'm kind of being stretched and grown and I just don't have the redundancy. So if something breaks, I'm it. So if I go away on vacation, I got to take my laptop with me. There's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing around that. So I, what I've been trying to do, I've been trying to, I've been trying to separate the work from the home Mm. the best that I can, because the mental it is probably more of it. The mental part of me is staying at work after work is done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm back in, I'm kind of a little bit back in that space. And I, I recognize that. And I want to make that shift. I need to make that mental shift again to me to, to relax my brain from that, to think other, to think other things and be involved in different things. Um, so, so that's kind of where I'm, I'm living in that space. That's why it's so good for me for PM to close my laptop and go for my walk. Like that's what I was going to say, the walking has always been a way for you to kind of make that shift. Yes. You know, it was just so key, you know, for me, the earlier part of the year, I was still finishing up the cancer journey in terms of treatment. I feel like the first half of the year, you know, February is when I finished up radiation and rang the bell and then I started my maintenance drug that I'll be on for the next five years. And my body had to adjust and I had yeah. to get over the PTSD, which I still am not completely over, if I'm just honest, of everything that happened yeah. and people being really happy for you. And what I'm processing and having to let go of from the first half of the year is how quickly people feel like you're just over it. Yeah. Like, it went from, we understand, oh my gosh, space, you know, you're okay. Like, I'm just praying for you and we're going to leave you alone too. Oh, you're finished. You're fine. Great. You're here. You, you, you beat it. All right. Let's go back to Candace. Like she was pre-cancer and I am still kind of in this world of like, I can't believe that this happened to me and I'm still here. So as I've been focusing on the second half of the year and all of these commitments that I talked about coming up and mm-hmm. navigating the world when I'm still not 100% okay has yeah. been um, something where I'm having to be very, very deliberate about my self-care similar to you and yeah. saying, even though I may look it, I'm not 100% okay. Like I still am going through the emotional process of healing from something that was very, very traumatic and something that I'm still on in treatment for, you know, yeah. I'm still actively receiving drugs to keep myself cancer free. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's something where having to be deliberate to have those conversations so that I can eat well, exercise, like I'm having to put boundaries up. We talk about that B word a lot. Like boundaries are, is my go-to for the second half of the year. And um, yeah, I just thought that that was such a, a key point. So something that I'm hearing you say that I'm also feeling within myself and I'm wondering, you know, how many people listening right now are used to plowing through, yeah. right? We're just, I'm just going to keep plowing through because we'll get over this. Right. Mm-hmm. And instead maybe trying to shift that conversation or shift that that thing, which I think that I hear I'm doing and hearing that you're doing as well to go, actually, I'm not going to plow 
through. That's not really served me well. And I just need to sit in this. I need to address it, not sit in it to mope, but to sit and ask myself some questions mm-hmm. in, in this space. Yeah. And what is it that I want to move forward to doing instead of trying to keep running at the breakneck speed, actually slowing, taking the exit ramp. I'm going to go pull over into the gas station for a second. Yeah. I'm going to go get a Coke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go sit at a picnic bench. You're going to have a I'm Coke gonna, Zero. Yeah. Right. Uh, Coke Zero. I'm going to walk around a little bit. Yeah. And let me just, let me think. That's kind of how I, that's kind of how I'm looking at it within mm-hmm. myself. How about you? Yeah. And, and, and for me, coming from a place of not, I'm sorry to others that I have to do that, but thank you for your patience. Thank you for your understanding, because this is something, because I can come time, come from a place of apologetic a lot. Like it was, it was hard for me. You know, one of the things that was hard for me was, um, deleting meetings. Like I haven't been able to go to an in-person meeting for a while. And I love, Same. love our 730 AM team. I mean, I miss you guys so much for those who are listening. I know we have a lot in our group, but with my family obligations and the things that were coming up, I just was not, I was un, I've been unable to go in person. Same. And I felt guilt. I mean, and sadness, like I gotta go, I have to do this. And all of this stress and pressure that I'm putting on myself to show up and it's because we don't want people to think that they don't matter to us. Right. Like right. I, that's where it comes out of Ricky saying, I can't, I just cannot tonight is yeah. self-care. She could, which she shouldn't, which I'm sure she, she should not feel this way. But if it was like, well, I don't want to let Aaron and Candace down because I can't, it's not about that. Like, I think that what I am learning is that prioritizing my needs helps me be a better friend, helps me be a better community member, helps me be a better sister, wife, mother. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, and the burnout happens, it's no bueno, period. Like you, you want me to do this. And I think that God has put me in a unique position where it's forcing me to have to say it. It's forcing me to have to do it. So I actually took a lot from your journey that you shared. Like I said, last year, there were some times where you were like on the podcast, I am not okay right now. I can't explain it. I'm just not. I need to to get away. I need to do this. And really, no matter what others may think, this is just what has to happen. And I'm tying that back to how I'm able to show up for myself with my health, which I fought so hard for. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the piece that that I've been really hit with is we push so hard with the points and the tracking and the water and the exercise. But what does it mean if we're not taking care of ourselves up here and not willing to say, this is how I'm best able to do that? And that's by putting up these boundaries. And that's me truly honoring myself. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I've been learning about boundaries too, is that boundaries are less about keeping people out and giving us opportunity to invite people in. Yeah. 
you know, really the boundary is I would love to be able to do this. I can't right now, but could we do this? Yeah. You know, trying to, trying to find the way around it. So, you know, applying that maybe to my health journey, applying that to my WW journey, um, I would love to come. I'd like to come in at this time to be able to help you do this. I need to come in at this time. I'm not asking for permission. That's been a big thing for me has been not asking for other people's permission to do me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I need. I know I've shared a couple of times, you know, over the past couple of weeks that if I don't, if I don't do breakfast, the first thing that I'll go when I'm in an unhealthy state, I don't eat breakfast. And then the rest of my food goes haywire, which means I must have either Saturday or Sunday to meal prep. Mm-hmm. And at some point during the week, I must spend time planning those things so that I can go to the grocery store to get what I need and then have the time in the kitchen to yeah. be able to prepare all of those yeah. things. And that means I have to get realistic with my time. Mm-hmm. And I have to get realistic with myself about what time I'm going to set aside to go do that. And I need to adhere to what I've said that I'm going to do because I'm my biggest enemy. I'm the person who breaks it all the time. Mm-hmm. But if I've said Thursday night, I've set aside an hour to plan and prep and great create my grocery list for Saturday then if somebody invites me to go do something Thursday night, I need to really think if I'm going to break that commitment to myself or say, I'm going to move this to this time to go do, you know, but see what, and, and yours is I'm not asking permission and mine is I'm not apologizing. Yes. And, I th- and it's so as a reform people pleaser, the immediate reaction when I take care and prioritize myself is I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron, that I did this. I'm sorry that I couldn't do this for you. Instead of, like I told you, coming from a place of gratitude, thank you. Because mm-hmm. I thank you for your patience. Thank you for understanding that I need to take some time for myself. Because even if you don't, you're eventually going to have to. Um Going into the second half, like I said, or being fully into it and seeing all of these obligations come forward for me um, and thinking about where I want to be December 31st. It's not even like the goal of where do I want to be at the end of the year? It's just I want to keep my mental health in tip top shape. And I see on the horizon all the different ways that people are coming for the time that I have allotted mm-hmm. for my self-care with my food, with my exercise, but also with prioritizing me and sometimes doing nothing and knowing that I don't have to explain that I don't even have anything to do. I just need to be able to do nothing right now Mm -hmm. because I'm still processing. And if somebody asks, well, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't owe an explanation to anybody. Yeah. Because there's guilt in saying, well, I'm doing, well, I'm doing, well, then you could do it. It's like, no, no, it's okay to say, Hey, I've got other plans that day. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say that. And then adhere to that. If somebody presses you on it, that's a thing that I'm, that I'm learning. 
And realizing that that really does impact your journey. Like, I mean, when we're taking it back to WW, those who I feel who do not have that ability naturally and who more often than not give in to the pressures of others' opinions, thoughts about what they should or should not be doing, I would, without any data to support it, would say that they probably struggle with hitting their goals and struggle with being able to be consistent because Mm -hmm. you know that meal prep is key for you to be able to not eat out during the week and to, you know, feel good about yourself. You know that having that hard stop at 430 or whatever time saying, I must go for my walk. Like it has to be that this is what has to happen or else I'm not going to feel good um, is something that you have to do. But if you are constantly giving in to the outside pressures that are telling you, Aaron, it's not going to be that much. You know, it's fundraising season. You know what it is. We just need you to accommodate this one time. One becomes two, becomes three, becomes four. And then before you know it, you're not walking anymore because you did, you broke the streak and you feel some kind of way about that. And I've seen that in my own life, but I still have sometimes been so focused on others' feelings and their feelings being more important than my own that I wasn't able to push past it and say, this is what's best for, for Candace. This is what I need. Cancer taught me how to do it a bit, but it's still a struggle. And I am, I will admit to you that it's been on my mind when I see all these emails coming through because it's now September of all the things that I'm needed to, I am suddenly needed to sign up for. And what God put in my mind is they figured out how to do it last year when you completely were not available because they understood. But now because they think that you're fine, they just want to pile it on. It's up to you. You don't need cancer to be the reason that you still put up the boundary. It doesn't have to be a debilitating disease. It could just be, that's what I've chosen for myself. Right. And it's like, what, so what are the commitments that we want to make? Right. Going into this next quarter kind of takes us back to like our conversation, maybe two or three episodes. And we talked about what are our top priorities, Mm -hmm. getting really clear about what are our top three priorities going into the fall that because everybody else, everybody's got a priority for us, right? Everybody else has a priority that they'll want you for their priority. And you have to look at your time and even going back to doing something just as simple as literally counting how many hours in the day minus out the hours that you're sleeping minus out the hours. Like if you got kids and now you're doing sports and ballets and all of those things, minus those hours out, minus your work hours out, minus your meal prep hours, what do you have left over? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be fewer hours than you think it is. Yeah. And really just going, okay, what do I want to do with this? Because at some point you want to see David and you want to see Isaiah. Maybe, right? you know, right. it's kind of hard when you live in the house and you're like, I, I see you in passing, which can happen. Which can happen. Yeah, exactly. If you're focused on doing all the things. And I've learned for me, so I don't have a husband. I don't have the kids. I got a niece and nephew whom I adore and I'm going to spend some time with them. But I also have looked at my time recently and said, I have not done anything fun. Hmm. I haven't done anything fun. I've been really like zoned into certain things. And when I do fun things, it's always because it's spontaneous. I don't plan fun things. 
And so I'm looking at September, October, November, and December, and I'm actually planning a fun thing, one, one fun thing in the month, because if I was to say, I'm going to do a fun thing every weekend, that's completely unrealistic, (laughs) right? Right. But usually once you start something, it begets more things. So I know September or October, I've got to figure out where I'm going to do it. I'm going to go sunflower picking. I love to go to the sunflower farms and pick the sun, pick sunflowers. And October is usually like the end of the season. And then they're like, Hey, pick the whole field for free. That's my idea. Yeah. (laughs) But apple picking, that's a fun thing for me to be able to go do, um, get away for the weekend and maybe go to Howard or Grace because we're in Maryland and go look at the lighthouse or maybe Ledoux Gardens, which is up in, you know, Harford County, you know, thinking like that. I just went and saw Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind and Fire. Like that was a total spontaneous fun thing that a, a coworker and I did together. Um, you know, like, so that, that's honestly what, what made me start thinking, I haven't done anything fun in a while. And that was so all of my white came out yes during boogie wonderland (laughs) (laughs) i remember because that was a few weeks ago and i was like erin i am so jealous because i've won i don't even it just it was not on my radar i didn't even know about this and i I said how did erin know and i didn't know and (laughs) i I needed to have been there. It looked like I had so many friends who went and I was like, like dang it. Nobody told me. Nobody told me. It was but, one, of, one of my coworkers. He said, yeah, my wife and I are going to go do this. And then my other coworker and I looked at her. We're both single and we're like, should we go do that? And he said, well, you know, we could meet here. And then it's, the minute a man says, hey, we can meet here and I'll drive and take care of the parking. We're I'm in. there. Yes. I'm in, yeah. I'm in. And that's exactly what happened. But it's that, but, but <laughs> well, what I take away from that too, is you remember how that felt and how fun it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it shouldn't be that we have these moments that seem like they're so far away. Like, oh my gosh, a yeah. few weeks ago I spent, I did something fun for me, my 40th birthday. I think I told you my David, my husband, he allowed me to spend the whole day at the spa. I mean, the entire day. And it was glorious. And some people were like, how are you there all day? Because I was able to not only get the massages and stuff, but just be with myself and my books and my music and just zone out. And to know that I was given that and to say, it doesn't have to be my 40th birthday for me to plan that and to say, you know what? October, I yes, I have to do a little more planning because I do have a son. I can't just kind of, you know figure it out three-year-old. I have to right. kind of plan for him <laughs> and figure out who's going to watch him or tell David. But having that time meant a lot to me and it put me in a better headspace and it helped me. I feel like my blood pressure was just normal, great, like low pulse. Everything was perfect. And I said, I deserve that. And not just on birthdays. Yeah. I deserve yeah. that because it's September. I deserve that because it's October. But what it's going to require is me saying no to things that I don't am not passionately or very acutely interested in that may be things that other people want me to do and right. prioritize for them. Right. And that, like I said, for me and for others who are like me, that is easier said than done, but yep. very, very necessary. Yep. And don't let people, I have to not let people who know 
that I am a caring person who tends to overextend myself. Let me put my priorities to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little tip from the touring world. So the nonprofit I work with uh, works with a lot of different artists and, and speakers and things. Um, they will take days. Most people think like, oh, if somebody's going to pay me to be there, I'll be there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's not how it happens, especially for the women speakers, because most mm-hmm. of the women speakers have families, mm-hmm. right? And so for them to just uh, hop up and go do a speaking engagement is, it's extremely you know, it's hard. It's hard. So, so many of them will, you know, work more on the digital route because that fits better within their family lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so women and men who are listening to our podcast, they set aside certain dates. These, the speakers, the artists that we work with, they set aside dates on the calendar. Mm. If you request time on a date, that's not on the calendar. Hey, thanks for asking. Don't have that date available. And so that way you're being more proactive and setting aside. If someone asked me to come do something, I've got here and here available to go do this because you're the one that's running your calendar. You've already plugged in. This is going to be my day of fun. This is going to be this, and this will be this. Mm-hmm. It feels very structured if you're not used to doing something like that, but it's actually very freedom giving because now you've, created the space to be able to do those things, but it still puts you in control of your calendar and that it's not spinning. It's not spinning out. And the next thing you know, you're like desperately trying to take a day off just to get your mental faculties mm-hmm. together, you know? And there's no trophy that you get if you no. decide to make every single day available. Yeah. Like I used to think there was some medal I got like, oh, well, Candace is always so dependable. Like Candace is always there. She always says yes. She always does the things. You get nothing. No. I have tried it. I promise you get, they'll say thanks and then they will go and do what they prioritize for themselves right. and you're left with guilt. So I love that. And I love the being proactive and saying, hey, you know, I'm not even going to sneak it up on you. Like I'm not available during this time. I don't have to tell you why. Yep. I just want to cut my nails or I want to paint my nails or I want to watch Twilight or I want to do whatever. I don't have to tell you, um, but I'm not available. Yeah. And it's okay. There's no, there's no trophy for burnout. And takers will always take what a giver gives. Mm, Wait, say it again. Say it again. Takers will always take what a giver gives. There's no off switch for that. If you, if you give, they'll keep taking until you stop. And that's not to say that everybody is a taker. You know, people who ask you to do things are takers, but that's just the reality of, of what happens in the situation. If you give, you you will constantly giving They're They're, they're not going to say, Hey, you should stop giving here. They'll go, okay, keep going. Right. And so that's up to you to make the decision on how much and what you are going to give of yourself to these specific things, Mm. right? Because you're also giving to yourself, to your health journey. You're giving to yourself uh, for rest. You're giving to yourself for exercise. So you are primary in this space. And these are then the, what, what comes after you've set that primary scope. 
I'm so glad the conversation went in this direction. I am too. Because it's helpful. And it's something that I think that I mean, <laughs> probiotic <laughs> poppy to go with your tequila. Um, but I, I really needed, I needed this more than, than probably you did. I don't know. I'm going to speak for, for myself because I, I am proud of how far I've come and I've been very, very open and public about it, but it was freeing to say, doesn't mean that I am just okay. And I still have to be committed to prioritizing my mental health and my self-care. If it's to the detriment of others, that's okay. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. (laughs) They may be a little disappointed and that's okay that they're a little disappointed. Okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. They'll they'll get over that. And and if they don't and they hold it against you, then you didn't want to be messed up with that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 we're we're out of time, but you know, controlling words also don't have a space. So when someone tells you, but you're the only one who can do this, you're so good at it. Those used to be things that would get me to you're the only you're the only one. I mean, who does it better than you? And you're like, and that's wonderful. And I'm so glad that you feel mm-hmm. that way, I am sure you'll find a way. Yeah. I'm okay with it being mediocre. Yeah. I mean, if that's the only thing, I'm okay with it. If I'm always taking the space, you'll never know who's capable mm-hmm. if I'm not there. That's the way that I've also looked at things too, is, you know, there are other people who are able and who can come and fill this void, and they may even be even more gifted than me at this, but because I'm here, we'll never know. And mm-hmm. so if I, when I step back, that gives someone else the opportunity to step in who may actually be better at this, whatever this thing is than me. We just don't know because I'm filling that space. And when when God humbled me and said, I'm going to take you completely out of everything. And guess what happened? Life went on. Everything got done last year. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So there you have it. There it is. Well, okay. That wraps us up for this week. Listen, if you're just in that space right now where you're feeling you're feeling the intensity of maybe like new season that you're heading into. We just invite you to take a little breath with us. Come join the real WW talk Facebook group. It's a wonderful group. You'll find lots of support there. We're on Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube. And of course uh, the same conversation that you're hearing, if you are watching us someplace, pop us in your pocket and listen to us on the podcast platform as well. So um, listen, we're off to a new season that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a really great thing if we open our arms, open our hands uh, and embrace it. So yeah, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you next week with Ricky with us. That's right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.